Hello fellow focusers, I am so excited to join today's episode. Today we are going to talk about how to focus on controlling your environment, your physical environment, because this season, as you guys know, is for the entrepreneurial parents or even just the parents controlling the chaos in their environment. And what better way to control the chaos than to control the actual physical environment that you are in? And in episode 136, this is 138, by the way, in episode 136, we talked about how to organize your mind, because if you have a messy mind, you have a messy life. So in this episode, we're just going to swap them around, because if you have a messy life, you have a messy mind. So we really have to get our physical environment also tidy and neat around us, so our mind can be more functional. Functional? Can I say that? And also, you know, controlling the chaos by being more focused on the right things at hand, right? Are you an entrepreneurial parent that is feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and you wake up every morning with anxiety? Your family life is in chaos. Your children and your spouse are craving your attention because you are always working. And if you don't work, you spend time with your family, you are just not present in the moment. You dread waking up in the mornings because you just don't know how this day is going to plan out. And you know with better routine, habits, structure, process, life can be better for you, but you don't know how to implement it and you simply don't have the headspace to figure it out. What I discovered is that the information out there is not geared towards entrepreneurial parents. Because why? We are a different breed. Follow along on Season 7 of Unleash Your Focus Podcast, download the Chaos Code Workbook and start implementing the daily systemized steps that will help you to avoid stress, anxiety and overwhelm. So there's lots of more information to come guys, there's lots and lots more episodes coming up. So you know this is only really episode 3 from the season which is episode 138, it's just weirdly numbered because of all the seasons and you know how the podcast things rock and roll. Okay, so in this episode, let's dive in a bit how you can control your physical environment with actually being calm about it and don't feel like you want to shout at your children and go, David, pick up the toys. Nathan, why are you not helping your brother? You know, we don't want that because as parents, this is what we do because sometimes you feel like you need to shout your head off because they just don't listen. And I have found a few hacks and ticks, tricks, ticks, tricks <laughs> that really works for getting your children to do stuff that you want them to do. Okay, just also a disclaimer here. This is not a, a parenting podcast as far as this is what you do to control your children. This is just tips and tricks on how to be organized and how to get time back in your day. Okay, we need to be very, very clear on that as well. Okay, so number one is, uh, I actually mentioned this in a previous episode, and this is the washing basket example. Washing basket is a bit strange, right? But have you ever felt like you go to your children's room, you pack a baby away, their socks, and then there's a toy on the floor or something that belongs in another room. Then you pick this up and you go to the lounge and you go put it there. Or then you find something in the lounge that belongs in the kitchen and then you take it to the kitchen. And it, it, you're just constantly running around, tidying up for like a million years. But if you carry a washing basket with you, you can take the washing basket and pack things in the washing basket that does not belong in that spot and then just take it where it belongs. Now, Again, delegation from the previous episode. Don't do this by yourself. Get your children to help you. Make it a fun activity. Because if you if there's maybe four things in the lounge, they can pick up each one or two or three and you can pick up one and you know make it a team effort. Because this way you are not doing this all by yourself. Let them be responsible for their own things. Let them pack things away. Okay, so that's step number one is the washing basket. And that really, really works, guys. Really give it a go. Give it a try. 
Number two is to be consistent at it because as parents, we're like, oh, okay, and this goes back to the previous episode, oh, never mind, nobody's doing this, I'll just do it myself. No, be consistent. Be consistent saying, okay, guys, every day at five o'clock, this is when we tidy up. Or every day at half past five or before dinner, this is when we tidy up. Have a dedicated time every single day that they know this is when they tidy up. I'm going to, if you've purchased the workbook, you'll see that they, it comes with a pack where it is a clock that has different colors and if you purchase it you'll understand so the different colors is really then what is the task at hand and this is for the little least that does not understand how to you know read yet because they're still too small and so this is really for like six years and younger where if it's on and even maybe a little bit older if you want to have a fun activity but if it's on green for example it's time to pick up toys if it's on red this is time now that we actually have to go and wash hands and get ready for bed because or not for bed sorry for dinner etc so every color is a different meaning behind it and kids learn very well with colors so you know teach them to use this clock and if it's on green then they know they're like okay boys the clock is now on green now it's time to tidy up toys you know and then they know and then the next time it's on yellow okay boys the clock is on yellow let's do this and you know always make it a fun activity it's amazing how this de-stresses you because they find it fun it's not just this boring thing like mom tells me again to pick up toys this is fun another thing that works again this will come with the workbook if you've purchased it is a, a star chart star charts work very very well it works for everything really we had to actually use it to, we started using this a very long time ago with my six-year-old with potty training and the second kid is always easier to potty train. I don't know why, but um, you know, when my six-year-old was like two, he tra- he potty trained very early, and when he was two, he was very mature for his age as well. So he was when he was three, he was fully potty trained on anything and everything. You know, he was really good. And we started a star chart with him training him on the potty training with a star chart. So when you go make a wee wee in a potty, or you you know make a poo poo or whatever you do, sorry, this is graphic. So don't imagine these things but you know when we tell him to do this and he did it we gave him a star because we reward him for doing that and within literally I'm not even kidding a few months he was fully potty trained it really really worked with my other my three well, I don't need to do that he was just fine he just did it because you know he sees the brother do it so it's easier I think with the second child but yes so these type of things really help is rewarding your child with something so now you're going to probably ask, well, do I give them a star? Then what? You know. So what we do is with my six-year-old, he's got a complicated star chart. So <laughs> if I can put it like this, when he gets five stars, he gets a coin, um, you know, two-dollar coin. So and if he gets like, he actually has to get a hundred stars, and if he gets a hundred stars, he gets a bigger present, like something of like a hundred dollars or whatever. We also reward stars for finishing a book, reading a book. We also uh, reward stars for writing. We reward stars for, for tidying up, etc. So this is a really fun way for kids and it works. I mean, for some kids, maybe this does not work. Maybe the clock idea works or both works. But it's about rewarding your children in such a way not to spoil them. And you don't want them to feel like, well, I'm only going to get stars when I help tidying and cleaning. It's not just about the tidying and the cleaning. It's about the reward that they get for the satisfaction behind the task. And this is very important to note is that we don't want to just pay our children to wash the dishes or do things like this. Because, yes, these are things eventually that they're going to have to do in life. And one day when they're married, their spouse or their partner is not going to pay them to do the dishes. Okay, this is just something that they have to do. And that's why I'm not very keen to just give money, but I reward with a star and then, you know, it's it's a I don't know the psychologically it just works a bit different okay 
So that really, really helps. And again, if you bought the workbook, you will get all of these things with it. You can print it out, you can use it, you can do what you want. You know, it really, really helps a lot. Then number three, what I have is to get rid of the crap. Once every two months, uh, I even try once a month, but realistically speaking, it doesn't happen. So once every two months or so, I go through the kids' toys because you accumulate things, right? I go through the kids' toys and we just declutter all the toys. And mostly I would throw out a whole bag of stuff. Well, not throw out, like throw away. Sometimes it's broken things that will get thrown away. But most of the time it's just things that I donate to the local kindergarten or toy library or whatever you have in your area. So that really, really helps as well. Or I just give it to a friend. And it's the same with clothes. You know, everything. Declutter everything. Clothes, toys, things in your house. You know, if you maybe have lots of garden equipment and you don't need to use it all or whatever it is. But declutter. Because it's amazing how much crap we accumulate as humans. It's amazing. And one of the top tips of organizing your physical environment is to declutter. Get rid of the crap, you know, because again, remember, messy life equals messy mind. So if you've got a lot of stuff lying around and lots of stuff everywhere, you don't want that. Okay, so declutter. When we moved here from, because currently we're living on the South Island in New Zealand and we moved from the North Island. And when we moved, all our stuff fit into like the smaller containers. And um, yeah. And because we didn't have that much stuff, we really didn't. Obviously, now we bought a lot of stuff again because we bought garden things and this and that and lots of other stuff as well. But um, when we moved here, we didn't have a lot of stuff. And I had friends that said to me, wow, I don't even know how you fit all your stuff in there because we decluttered. We threw so many things away. And it's nice to do that. Even if you don't move house, it's nice to just take once a quarter. And that's why we call it a spring clean. I don't know if that's a South African thing or if it's a just a country thing or if it's I don't know but we call it a spring clean so ideally when spring hits you do a clean on everything so a spring clean means that you're getting ready for the next season I mean you can do a winter clean you can do a summer clean you can do whatever you want but a spring clean is not just cleaning it for spring but it's decluttering everything and it just feels so amazing if you can get rid of all the crap another one that I have for you guys is labeling things have you ever felt like you plug in a, a charger and you're like, oh, I don't, this is not the right charger for the right phone, or you find the wrong ca- cable for the wrong computer, or whatever? Label your things. Buy a little label maker. They're not, they're quite inexpensive. Some of them use a lot of bloody batteries, which is crap because it's not good for the environment. But uh, you know, label maker is really great for labeling things and everything. Really, you know, labeling like if I you send your children to school, you know, put a label on their lunch boxes and their water bottles because it can go through the dishwasher and it doesn't come off easily. This prevents you from actually having to write their name on it every single day. You know, so labeling things really really helps a lot and it will help you with that clarity of not having to use your brain power and go oh where is this coming from I don't know about you but there's lots of other ways that I would rather spend my brain energy on than to figure out where something belongs so labeling things really really helps a lot and then the last one that I have for you guys on this as well is to to have friendly competition between your children and what we do is we would tell them to race against each other. Okay, so you might not like the streak, and this is kind of why I left it for the last one in this episode. But for example, my three-year-old is a very, very stubborn, uh, redhead, lots of personality. And if I tell him to do something, he just goes straight, no. And he would not do it. And he would flip his lid and he will have a tantrum. It's not always a tantrum as such, but he will just he will just take himself for a timeout in his room because he just doesn't want to do something. And 
if you have a child like this, you can relate to the pain that I'm going through emotionally most days. And what I do to prevent him from having a flip his lid and taking himself for a time out in his room is we install a friendly competition. So, for example, if they've played with trains and marbles or whatever else, we're like, okay, boys, it's time to clean up. The clock is on green. Time to clean up. And, you know, who's going to win? And most of the time, it's a 50-50 and they get a star. They each get a star because they did they did both a very good job in tidying up. Sometimes it does end up in a fight. Yes, because it depends on the time of the day and, you know, they're tired and, you know, so is life and there's children and they've got all their different personalities. But most of the time, it works out really well. And, you know, a competition with everything. Who's going to win putting on shoes? Who's going to win putting on a jacket? And it's just the fun side of it. You know, we're not obviously not going to give them stars for putting on jackets and shoes and things like that because that's ridiculous. You just need to do those things. But when it comes to the tidying up, and also if you can just spend five minutes tidying up, even like what I've noticed is that if I tidy up with my kids and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be the winner, I don't really have to do much. <laughs> I literally just pick up one thing and I'm like, um, okay, let's, who's going to win? Who's going to win? And I just pretend that I'm picking up something and then they just go. They're on a mission and they're 100% ready to just be fired up and go. So these are my five tips, guys. And, you know, it's, it's really, it's about controlling your environment without it being bossy. And without having that stress, because as a parent, you feel like shouting at your children is the only way to heal. Well, heal, heal is not the right word. It's the only way to fix the things in your environment, but it's not. And I am guilty at yelling at my children from time to time, because sometimes how they just don't want to bloody listen. But it's not the right way to do things. And there's better ways to do things. And yes, these methods that I'm giving you guys, they might work some days and some days they just don't. But what I found most of the time, if, if, you, if, you, if you as a parent stay calm and relaxed as much as possible and you reward them with a star and you just go simply, well, boys, you don't pick up because you're not getting that star and then you're not getting that thing at the end of the star, you know, line or whatever. So it's just about reminding them what's at stake for them if they don't help. And please do not pick everything up in the house, you know, toys and shoes or whatever. Remember, episode 137, delegate, okay? It's important to delegate. Learn to say no. And this is exciting, guys. I'm very excited for this for this season. I really hope this is helpful. I really do appreciate feedback as well. So drop a comment below. Let me know if this was helpful. And maybe you are doing some of these things. Maybe you have something completely different that you can offer that we can, uh, you know, speak to the audience. And I'm very happy to give shout outs to people that have really great ideas. And, you know, I would definitely put your name out there and say, so-and-so said that this is a great tip. So we can follow that. So if you have any tips and tricks for the audience, please do let me know. Um, it will be really, really awesome. And also to put something on my Facebook page, please go for that as well. All right, so again, workbook at the bottom, you will find a link to this. It's got all of these things together. Just a quick one on the workbook, you get a week for free on the workbook. That does not come with all the little components and cutouts and prints and things that you can do for your family. But it, um, you know, it, it gives you a very good, I can say a sweet taste about what's coming in in the next season because there's still we have wow probably around 20 more episodes to go so it's really really exciting stuff and in the next episode we're going to talk about being mindful and having a mindfulness loop and how that can look for you and your family i'm very excited guys i will see you in the next episode well i'll talk to you in the next episode and have a great lunch dinner breakfast wherever you are in the world and remember you are unique you are awesome and i really appreciate you cheers <music>